Hello there, podcast line, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. This is the Maestro. I'm Adam. This week we're watching a film requested by an iTunes review, aka a loophole review. <laughs> so we had one... A few weeks ago for my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah. We have another one to watch 2006's Nacho Libre starring Jack Black, someone Adam despises. With <laughs> a passion. And who, rec- who recommended this movie through iTunes, Maestro? Oh, it happened to be a significant other. All right. Of mine. <laughs> there you go. So, Nacho Libre. When I was told we were doing this movie, I was like, Wow. I looked right at Adam like, wow. Yeah. Because we've never done Jack Black in this oh, really? podcast. That's a good point. Yeah. We've been deliberately trying to stay away from a Jack Black movie. Have yeah. we done a Sandler, by the way? Um, yeah. Hotel Transylvania. That's true. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm actually surprised we did that cartoon. That's interesting. I forgot why we did that. Because the second one is coming out. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Bubble. Based on our, uh, the algorithm uh, in which I am, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I look for things that are going to be somewhat relevant. Mm-hmm. It's more for SEO than anything else. But what's SEO mean? Uh, search engine optimization. Ah, gotcha. So if somebody's searching up Hotel Transylvania two, maybe we pop up. They're like, "Hey, mm. check out that podcast." Oh no! This movie was directed by Jared Hess. Jared Hess is notable for one other thing. I didn't realize it. This guy directed one of the. One of the movies I absolutely loathe in the entire world. Uh, now I grew up watching shitty horror movies, shitty trauma movies, B movies. Yeah. All of these are fine in my eyes compared to this one movie. And Why? I think I hate this movie that he directed. I'm getting there. So much. Is it because everyone likes it and I'm just oh. like naturally a rebel where I'm like, fuck that. Because right. everyone likes it. This guy directed Napoleon Dynamite. Oh. I fucking hate Napoleon Dynamite. That makes sense. It makes sense. Um, uh, the, the style of humor, right? Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. It makes sense. That, uh, that awkward, weird, unusual action that uh-huh. makes no sense. Yeah. Yep. The, the humor is in how weird this is. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that's a concept of both, both movies. All right. Anyways, the story starts off as Jack Black. And well, hold young, on. Oh. <laughs> it stars Jack Black. Yeah. Ana de la Reguera, Hector Jimenez, Moises Arias, and Peter Stormare. Let me get you a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. Berated all his life by those around him, a monk follows his dream and dons a mask to moonlight as a luchador. I ask this every week. Have you guys ever seen this before? No. I I, I would have gone my entire life avoiding this movie had it not been for a special request. I've never seen this. I've never seen this movie before either. And this really? is my this is my wife's favorite movie. And oh, we, I assumed you had seen it then. When we first started dating, she handed me the DVD like, "Here, watch it." I'm like, "Okay." And then I just never watched it. Oh. And then I handed her the DVD back. She's like, "I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't watch it." She goes, "Oh, it's okay." It was still that early. Okay. Like, oh, he can get away with it. But now, for now, yeah, for now, now wow. that we're married and watch it or die. I assume you've seen it, Maestro. Yeah, I watched. <laughs> This was big when it came out. It was fantastic. Jack Black was coming up, well, riding the train in up some, high. In, in some people's eyes, yes. <laughs> but, I, me- I mentioned this before we recorded. I said, of the three you hate, Jack Black, Sandler, and Ben Stiller, in my eyes, Jack Black is the w- least worst of those three. Okay. Sandler is number one, obviously. Okay. Stiller's two. I'll take Jack Black as the least because... I really like Tenacious D. Okay, I like them as a as a band. That's it. It's interesting. So he knocks off like annoying points. Okay, for being in Tenacious D. Yeah, and um, I've seen him in a bunch of other movies like Flaky Tropic Thunder, or um, even the one where recent one he was in uh, Jumanji. Mm-hmm. That was fine. Yeah, that that was because it there, it explained why he had to be exactly. Jack Blackie. Right. True. I, but- I think that's my favorite Jack Black movie, and it's, and he's like <laughs> third, fourth build. Yeah. Even, Outside of the jackal where he, where he gets killed by Bruce Willis. Yeah. Which is like a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I don't know. I mean, like for me, even though Jack Blackie has been Jack Blackie, is that Jack yeah. Black has been Jack Blackie? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like he has much more range than Stiller or Sandler. Mm. What like from from like an A to a B, <laughs> as far as like pianos go? No, just like how Hollywood was talking about. I mean, like the worst of the three comparatively. I mean, he not he's not the one person that would you see is like you like for Ben Stiller. One trick pony. Yeah, he's not one trick pony. Mm-hmm. He can do well, he can do different variations. I mean, yeah, he when he sings, he looks exactly the same regardless. But when he's uh, <laughs> different, different acting, different other things, he does different things. It's it's fresh. It's new usually, even though it's it has his own twist to it. It's not always the same. Plus, I like his movies more than the other two. High Fidelity is still one of my favorite comedies of all time, even though he has a small part in that. Right. I do like the Kung Fu Panda movies. Those are those are very entertaining. Okay. I loved Jumanji. I loved Goosebumps. Yeah. So I, I think of the three, his mm-hmm. filmography is the least offensive <laughs> compared to the other ones. I, 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 I can't. I can't agree with that. <laughs> What, are you serious? I, I think out of all the Jack Blacks, aside Jumanji, which that, that's a very recent uh-huh. development, out of all the ones he's done so far, I think Hallow Shell is the only one that I actually enjoyed. Okay. Hey, hold on a second. Before you continue and on with that. it. <laughs> oh. Okay. That, yeah, dude. That gets points. Yes. Okay, that but, that's uh, a bump. <laughs> so my question is this. From the Adam Sandler or the Ben Stiller movies, is there a movie that you like that they did? Uh, I, as far as Adam Sandler goes, I liked Anger Management, but okay. that, again, that was Nicholson. Mickelson. Yeah, uh, you can't handle the truth. I did enjoy Big Daddy. Okay. Uh, Punch Drunk Love, I, I think I liked, but he was he was so anti Sandler. He was an, he was an actual actual goddamn person, so it, it can't hold that against him. Okay. Everything else has been awful. What about Stiller? Uh, Stiller, I liked. I think it's called Keeping the Faith, and that's because of Ed Norton. Oh. So, <laughs> so, so everyone gets a bump yeah, from someone yes. else. It, it, it's more of like they happen to be there while this other guy's doing a good job. And like, all right, so you didn't do as bad a job. So what you're trying to say is that you're not basing their their success on them, but the people that they're with. Yes. So the fact that Jack Black plays a character that you enjoyed in Hallow Shell, but he wasn't. He wasn't. The, the thing I don't like about Jack Black is the, his, his whole sing songiness of when he does things. Like he starts like, yeah. he gets a little like too crazy and like it's, it maybe supposed to be like a, a casual situation. And he just like goes over the top with energy and like fucking calm down. That's not how people act in real life. Well, that's the th- that's why I liked about him in Tropic Thunder because he played a crackhead. He was the worst. Like fuck he. I, in Tropic Thunder, we had Ben Stiller and Jack Black. Mm-hmm. I hated Jack Black more than I hated Ben Stiller in that movie. Oh, and Ben wow. Stiller was fucking atrocious still. That's pretty good. I think you would like Goosebumps. Okay. I think if you gave Goosebumps a shot, I think you'd think it's fine. Okay. Yeah, I think you should try Goosebumps. Uh, guys, before we jump into the story, we actually did do a movie that had Jack Black in it. But oh. he's in it for one scene, and he's so far in the background, okay. you won't even notice. What's that? He's in Demolition Man. What? Which where? What? I saw How? that pop on the thing. I, I couldn't figure it out. He so when Stallone and Sandra Bullock go underground into Dennis Leary's like uh, underground like poor is he eating kingdom, a rat or something? He's like part of his crew, like all the way in the back, okay. just chilling with like short hair. Oh, that's all. So we technically did a, but, but we movie. didn't see enough of him to notice that he was being. Jack I know, Ryan. I know. I'm okay. just saying on a technicality. In the same way that Rob Schneider was in Judge Dredd. No, or it's kind of like uh, you saw him. Wait, we haven't done Judge Dredd. Oh no, we haven't. We did Demolition Man with Rob Schneider. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. We also about. did yeah, Surf Ninja. We also did Surf Ninjas right. with Rob Schneider. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but those were the, the, those were like as far as Rob Schneider goes. Those were like the least egregious. Mm, yep. Surf Ninjas was kind of pushing it, <laughs> but you liked him in that movie. I didn't hate him. That's not saying <laughs> that I liked him. <laughs> So to the story, yeah. So I'm guessing Adam, there's not a lot of meat on this story. There's no, it's there's, it's there's no. It's meat. all weird Napoleon Dynamite, weird comedy nonsense. There, there, there was one moment in the movie where I kind of like started turning, like, oh, I see what they're doing. It's kind of entertaining. Mm-hmm. I, I I do I did kind of enjoy that they were trying to keep this whole Mexican persona, mm-hmm. but then introduced like English language. Uh, 
things into like uh like saying dude or something. Mm-hmm. I, I did kind of find that mildly entertaining. <laughs> yeah. But outside of that, it was it was a lot of like, what is happening? So, like, uh, I'm kind of concerned that you don't believe in God and stuff <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, that kind of thing. It's like that's kind of that's kind of yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I grew up loving wrestling, as you guys know. Yeah, yeah. I, I still go to the bar wrestling shows right. occasionally. When I was growing up, my dad took me to Mexico, and we actually saw luchadors wrestling. Guys in masks like this wrestling. My dad thought luchador wrestling was real and he thought my WWF stuff was fake. Well, he knew it was fake, Ah. but he thought like, oh, no, no, no. This is real right here. But it's the same shit. Right. And that is the biggest problem I have with this entire movie. That's my biggest problem. Okay. They're actually physically like fighting each other and they don't follow the logic of pro wrestling or the rules and any of this. So this this – this, ooh, check this out. Comparatively speaking, this is your Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yes. Or this you is not the so. world that actually is there. Yes. All right. So this is, what you're feeling now is the same kind of thing. I was like, I when, mean, I, I'm not into Fifty Shades of Grey. You're, world. you're enough. Yeah. You know enough of it. Exactly. To right. know the real story. I, I didn't grow up watching uh, BDSM. <laughs> But, yeah, comparatively speaking, they took a world that they thought was going to be like, oh, people are interested in this. Uh-huh. Here's a version that doesn't exist in real life. Mm-hmm. That's upsetting. <laughs> so this guy, he's, he's a monk, or he's, he's like a priest, the brethren of some yeah, kind of monastery. Yeah, a brother, a uh, friar. Friar, what, okay. Some type of brother like yeah, that. Yeah, no, fr- friar, because he's dressed like a friar. Yes, like Friar way. Tuck. Exactly, exactly right. Uh, with more hair, but mm-hmm. other than that, it's fire time. It's almost like a, what's it called? Uh, a, a af- Afrofro? No, fro- no, uh, yeah. No. He, he's supposed to be Mexican, right? Is it, is, that's what we're led to believe. He's he's a widow. His mom was Mexican. His dad was Danish or Dutch or something. Oh, okay, that's right. So that's why they call him widow, right? Because he's oh, for those of you who don't speak Spanish, uh, a widow is like a derogatory term for. White person. Like a white person. Yeah. There, oh, there's – speaking of wrestling, there's a wrestler at Bar Wrestling. They call her Weta Loca. What? Crazy white girl. She's it? half white, half Mexican, and she looks like a white girl. She has blonde hair. Okay. Fucking super light skin. There there, there used to be a Weta Loca on the, on the derby team. That was, mm. that was her derby name. And okay. uh, she, she looked white too. Do you see a lot of comparisons between roller derby and pro wrestling? Absolutely. Are you starting – as I'm explaining yeah. more wrestling yes. stuff to you? Uh, the, the only difference is that uh, the, the derby thing—it's—it's it's all. I don't want to say real, but it's, it's not—it's not scripted. Yes, but the theatrics of it theatrics. is very wrestling. Absolutely, very Absolutely. pro wrestling. Yes, and that's why it's so goddamn entertaining. Exactly, I get it. I get it, man. Uh huh. Absolutely. The, the only thing I, I had to thought as I was watching Nacho Libre that, uh, as entertaining as it is for me to watch and. Take in. Uh huh. I can't imagine being the guy that decides that's what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the 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 whole the, the whole. I mean, if you create a good persona. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But there's personas that are, that are out there that are like, why are you doing that? So you're thinking like, why did The Rock want to be? Like, no. what made him become a pro wrestler? No, is that, that, what that no. The Rock, the Rock is fine. Okay. Because I mean, that's that's like a. A legitimate kind of person, but mm-hmm. the, the, some of the rest of the guys that you've shown me, like uh, the oh Joey Ryan, yeah, my guy Joey Ryan, right, was like, or it's just like it's 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 too much, it's too big. Uh-huh. Like, how is that the persona you want to be? Yeah, this, this is what you're doing all day, every day. Mm-hmm. I just I can't imagine that. I, I can't I, for me. Okay, uh, I do enjoy the whole improv thing, and I will I will play the butt of a joke in a lot of cases if I need to. But that's that's a whole that's a commitment, man. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe I'm not as committed as as, as people are. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyway, so Jack Black works at the uh, at monastery. a monastery. Would you even say worked because he's mainly just put there just to do something? Because yeah, he was left there as a it. kid. Yeah, and he grew up, and now he's a brother in the monastery, and he's the cook. Supposedly. Supposedly. He makes the same thing every day, which is beans. 
Yeah, beans with uh, is, some nacho chips. Which is, I'm sure, some chips. it's cooked in manteca, most likely, yeah. based on the texture and the look of it. They even showed him, like, putting a whole dollop in. Like, yes. It, at one point, I thought it was it was just all that grease. Yeah. The kind of grease you save from the bacon and put in a jar until it becomes just a giant mm-hmm. bacon jar. So he... He loves he loves the, all the kids there. Yes, but yeah. he doesn't seem very religious. No, no, he he's religious because that's he what he's, he's has, been taught. That's all he knows. Right, exactly. And uh, he loves the kids, but he can't make good food because the the monastery doesn't have the money to make fresh Anything. ingredients. Right, to have fresh ingredients. So he loves wrestling. He loves luchador wrestling. Yeah, and uh, there's a new nun, a new sister. Right, sister. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yes, sister, <laughs> sister, and no sister. Ana de la re, re, ah, Ana de la Reguera, 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 Ana de la Reguera. Beautiful, dude. I remember when I oh first saw the trailer. I thought that was a Penelope Cruz at first. In the uh, oh, some hike. Oh, but the, they're oh, not interchangeable. But they're yeah. <laughs> as far as Americans go, they're the same person. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, Believe they're, they're the same. Outside of that wall, but uh, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. This is a real tan. Mm-hmm. They bring in the tax dollars, Believe so they're allowed. <laughs> so uh, Ignacio picks up these tortilla chips from the alleyway of a restaurant. Gets right. attacked by some, some random like feral cat. Which I thought was going to be Pedro <laughs> from, not, from uh, Napoleon Diamond. Yeah. Because in my mind, he was in this movie. Mm-hmm. I thought he was the other brother at one point. It was another guy that looked like him too, but I don't know sure if that's racist. Oh, <laughs> to think that like was that was that Pedro over there? One of the guys who was supposed to beat him up in the alley. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that might have been Pedro over then. Uh, maybe he might have threw him in just because I don't know. Same director. Same director. Yeah. So um, he he falls in love with the new sister, but they have their vows, so they can't do anything about it. Right. And she doesn't like. Pro wrestling, like she thinks that's that's a sin. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh no. Apparently, it's in the Bible that you can't watch pro wrestling. I don't. No, I missed that verse. I, I think it's. Um, um, she explains why it, it's a sin. It's because they're idolaters. Yeah, they are uh, seeking. False they want. Prophet, they want. False. Yes, they're false prophets because they want to be praised and not the Lord. They're very vain. Yeah, they they become idols. Yes, which which is against the rules. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, fine. But if you don't idolize them, you can still watch them. Yeah. But the whole point about it is not you watching them per se for them actually other people worshiping them. So you're basically by becoming a luchador, you're becoming an idol even if you choose not to be one. Yeah, but I could watch basketball without having a, a, a fucking Kobe Kobe Bryant shrine in my <laughs> closet. Well, of course, but it doesn't mean the next guy next door won't. Yeah, no, my family is all uh, my sister and my mom. They're like Kobe fanatics, so they they are breaking the laws of. They're idolaters. They're idolaters. Yes, me. I guess my, if I'm Id- uh, idolatrizing, that's a weird. He's right behind you. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> all right, yeah. You would right. break so Mr. many barriers just yeah. to be Willis. with him. All right, that's fine. I get it. And my guy. It's Kurt. So I can't watch Die Hard? That's against the Bible? Is that what you're saying to me? <laughs> no, you just can't fantasize it af- about it afterwards. You can't worship him before God. I don't light candles or anything. That's the uh, <laughs> that's part of the commandments. <laughs> okay. Right. I should put, that's you the first one. have no other one. gods before me. You should have no other gods before me. Yes. He's not He's not a god. I mean, he's pretty cool, too. Oh, I, I, feel, like, I feel like over the course I mean, period of time of knowing you, you might as well have just said it yourself. If we're talking Die Hard 4 or 5, then yes, he's a god. <laughs> See what I mean? But outside of that, I'm talking about the character. So, John McClane becomes a god. This doesn't make sense. And yeah. who anyway. was that? All right. <laughs> so he goes to get the chips one night, and then he's attacked by... A feral cat. Uh, Esqueleto. Esqueleto. I know, but the funny part about it is because every time he jumps down there, it sounds like a cat. I go, yeah, which I think is Spanish which means skeleton. Skeleton, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he t- he takes his chips and uh, he's just he's had enough. Like he's like, I've been pushed around my whole life. Yeah. When is it going to be my turn to be the winner to get the glory? That's a good Jack Black being Mexican. Yeah, accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he decides I'm going to be a luchador. Yeah, he's always thought about it though. He's, he's always thought about it. Kid. He he would draw As little a kid, drawings. Even. Yeah, he got he, 
That was one of the earlier shots. He was in the monastery as a child. Maybe he was a foster. Um, yeah, he was. He is yeah, a foster child, right. and he was raised there. So he, he would steal things and make his own luchador capes and whatnot. Uh-huh. And I, uh, I really liked how he did that, where he would be like slow hand and also the quick grab. <laughs> that was funny to me. I understand how that, that was supposed to be funny. I'm <laughs> going back to what you said earlier. That line. I've been thinking about that line. That line's crack. It's like cracking me up right now. Which one? You don't believe in God and stuff? <laughs> like when he talks like that, like that, that's, that's like legitimately funny. Right? You it just is. Got, you just got out of the cough. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, those kinds of lines yes. were the only things that I found funny in the entire movie. <laughs> where they, they would like, they would break their obviously horrible Mexican accents or whatever uh-huh. to bring, to inject like real life. Uh-huh. It was like, um, you haven't been baptized? No, I don't believe in God. I believe in science. <laughs> that I thought was hilarious too. Yeah. Because it's like, that doesn't belong in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were parts, like like only those parts, mm-hmm. that I was, I was like, ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, I like that. <laughs> so Ignacio tells Escaleto, we should team up and be a luchador tag team. With your abilities and my know-how, we could be the best tag team in all of wherever they are right now. Mexico. Mexico. Oaxaca. Yeah. And they have an open – there's a wrestling like open tournament or open match. It's like an open mic type of thing for wrestling. Yeah. So he can't show that he is a wrestler. So he steals like – I don't or know. He makes it I think. No, No, they show him taking it off of a clothesline. Uh Oh. He he makes himself a mask. Yeah. It's like a stocking of some kind. Uh-huh. And then they enter their first match. And here's where it goes out the window for me as a pro wrestling fan. Yeah. Now, in pro wrestling, <laughs> it's not supposed, you're not supposed to actually hit your opponent. I mean, so- sometimes accidents happen. Right. Yeah. Especially if you're in the ring with Brock Lesnar. Oh, is that right? My theory is still Brock. Oh. He, he's from a different school of fighting. He, go- he goes back and forth right. between MMA and pro wrestling. Yeah. I think in his mind, he sometimes forgets. No, yeah. I'm supposed to pull my punch. Yeah, because his whole life training is about break that fool down. Yeah. You can't just flip a switch like, uh, let's go half speed. Yeah. Let's go quarter speed. Maybe but, uh, half, but there imp- are, half impulse. But in pro wrestling, there have been accidents <laughs> where you actually legitimately like fucking hit someone in the jaw. We're not supposed to. Yeah. So even in as much as my dad thought luchador was real, luchador wrestling, they should all – is same, chore- same it has concept. to be choreographed. Yeah. The concept of kayfabe is perfectly <laughs> perfect in this movie. The kayfabe is you're keeping the 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 story alive. Okay. We're not we're we're opponents in the ring. That means outside of the ring, you're never going to see us in the same room together. Like ah. that's kayfabe. Uh, okay. I'm sure kayfabe exists in this world of luchador wrestling, but there's no fucking way these guys are going full speed, clocking each other in the jaw. Doing all this real shit. Yeah. There's no fucking way. Because in real life, one hit. You're done. That's it. These guys are just like riding around for a bit, hop up in a second, uh-huh. and then deliver their own knockout blow. Yep. I can Fly attest to the crowd. I can attest to those one hit wonders. It's being very, very true. And there's no pinfalls. <laughs> you just do a move on someone and the refs like stops the fight. No. Yeah. There, if it's you a- get one of those one hit wonders, then all of a sudden you need, you need like, you need some ice, ice, baby. Whoa! So in this first match, <laughs> uh, they lose because Jack Black gets hit with some the guy's finishing move, but the ref never counts to three. Okay, that's how a wrestling match is supposed to end. Wait, You're was the first to either... one the little people or no, no no that was the second fight. The first one was the tag team. Oh, the guys that had the tank tops that off to the side. Yes, they look like a Glass Joe from a, yeah in the from Punch Out Mike Tyson game. Yeah man. So all they do is a finisher, and then that's it. Stop the bell. What the fuck? There and then the final match with Ramsey's one, two, three. So it, it's allowed there, but not here. Well, that was that was professional. Yeah, they had to do it. Ramsey's right. Ramsey's is a pro. These are all amateur fights mm. at this and point. I mean, yeah, I mean, but but bar wrestling is like underground wrestling, and they still one, okay. two, three. It doesn't matter. Well, they, that's part of the script, though. They lose yeah. the fight, and then they get paid, and yeah. then. Even though you lost, you still get paid. Yeah. Hey, they like to. They like to. They like to. Eh? <laughs> so now he has money Might as well have said to that. buy <laughs> to buy groceries. Yeah. So now he makes salads instead of beans. And uh, all the kids are all shocked too. That's kind of funny. Which, mm-hmm. which, uh, as far as cost goes, salads and beans 
Fresh produce is harder to come by than canned foods. Bill Burr has a joke about that where he says uh, – <laughs> he goes, don't give me that horse shit that eating healthy is too expensive. Have you been to a grocery store? Here's celery, 75 cents. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the produce section is, is like a clearance sale. It's like, come on. Get it? He, that's his whole no, – Bill Burr's whole bit is just get yeah. it the fuck out of here. I don't want to see it anymore. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm on my crazy – Healthy phase, five bucks for like almost a week worth of food. It, it can be like produce, so, yeah, yeah, like just salads, just a bunch of salads. Uh-huh. It's, it's but not protein expensive. is where they get you. Yeah, that's where they get you. That's true. Yeah, and the filler for fat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, they so, yeah, well, okay. So Nacho and uh, Esquelito, yeah, they're fighting weekly in disguise. So the big thing in luchador wrestling is. Um, the mask is very important. You never take your mask off. Why is that? Do you, do you have any idea? It's just that's just the tradition in luchador wrestling. And if you get your mask taken off by an opponent, that's seen as very disgraceful. Oh, okay. so you never, ever, ever want to have your mask taken off. See, my, my theory was it's a kind of a Dread Pirate Roberts type of thing, mm-hmm. where uh, I'm a luchador mm-hmm. with the mask on. I got to retire, but this name needs to live on. Oh, oh, you're death racing this? Yeah. No, the Dread Pirate Roberts from uh, Princess Bride. Same thing with death race with Jason Statham. Same idea. Yes, 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 exactly. So uh, I got to retire. This guy's got the same build as me. You're the new so, this guy. So what's funny about that, that happens now sort of. <laughs> There's a wrestler named Labartka. He, okay. his, his look, he kind of looks like a Grim Reaper. He has a, a black like hood with a white mask underneath. And the original Laparka wrestled in the 80s, going into the 90s. And WCW signed Laparka, but it wasn't the original Laparka. I think it was his son hmm. who they signed. Oh. And the guy who controlled the Laparka like character, he would rent Laparkas out to promotions around the world. So if huh. so if Laparka showed up in New Japan Pro Wrestling, that's not the same Laparka as you were seeing in WCW. Interesting. So that kind of happens now. Okay. Specifically with like the Mexican wrestling circuits. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Why you wear the mask. Yeah. That makes sense. Or the same reason that uh, unless they're all like monks, I got they, they, can't, they can't show their identity. I got to see what they looked like underneath. Some luchadors actually, after they were demasked, they showed their faces and there was some really gnarly stuff. Like, for instance, this one guy had so many creases on his face from keeping that luchador mask on forever. <laughs> that his face no longer will go back to where the way the, the way it used to be. Wow, maybe don't do it so tight, then, bro. Uh, don't look at me. It wasn't <laughs> me dude. So in this world, uh, the the champion is Ramses, who right. who is supposed to be El Santo. El Santo in luchador wrestling is like the the, the Hulk Hogan of luchador. Like he's the uh, top dog. Okay. El Santo never took his mask off. Everywhere he went, he wore his mask. Again, kayfabe. He's keeping kayfabe alive by keeping the mask on. Interesting. So El Santo wore. I do a- enjoy that commitment. Yes, that's how it is. That's how it used to be. Kayfabe is pretty much dead now because everybody knows that wrestling is choreographed and scripted and stuff. But back then, it was it was different. Anyway, so El Santo. If I show you the El Santo mask, you'll know who he is. Okay. There was three big guys. It was El Santo, Mil Mascaras, and Demonio Azul, the Blue Demon. No. Those were the three big guys in Luchador, but El Santo was the biggest one. So El Santo was in movies. He was like he had his own TV series. He was like a superhero. He fought like vampires and shit. And like that looks movies. exactly like like Ramses. Like Ramses. Yeah, yeah exactly. So he's Different color, but same. So he that's who Ramses is supposed to be. He's supposed Holy to be Christ. Santo. All right. Mm-hmm. So he so Nacho wants to fight Ramses. He wants okay. to be the champion. So so that's normal then for him to walk around with a mask well, on. Yes. So when he get it, that was the thing that bought me in the movies were like what you're you're going, you're going to get groceries or something. Yes. And he comes out with because the mask on? that's what that's how those three were. Okay. Mil Mascaras never took his mask off. Interesting. Yeah. Man, again, the commitment <laughs> it comes with this world. Yes, it's it's admirable. Yeah, I, I can't. And people talk shit about, oh, it's fake. It's it's not a real fucking yeah. sport. And these are character actors. Yes, this is what's happening. Yes, it's the Daniel Day Lewis <laughs> of wrestling. Uh-huh. So angry. No, nah, it's, it's it, it really is impressive. It really is impressive to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I can't understand it for myself. Uh-huh. I couldn't do that for my life. 
But I, I do find it entertaining, mm. which I, I guess has the whole appeal of it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they enter every week. They're fighting every week. They lose. They still get paid. He's tired of losing, so <laughs> Escalito tells him, "Oh, I know a water gypsy. He can he can <laughs> help you win." And it, the water gypsy is Peter Stormare. Yes, who's in everything. everything. He was Satan in Constantine. Uh, he was in uh, Bad Boys Two. He was a drunk Russian. He's one. He's the main nihilist in the Big Lebowski. Yes. He's, he's in amazing everything he does. Everything he, I love whenever he shows up, I'm like, oh, I love him. He goes for it. Yeah, he he's he's a luchador in a sense. He's just like that's his life. This is his life. This yep. character, he's a he's great. I yeah. love this guy. I love Peter Stormare. He's, he's amazing. He's only in this one scene. He yeah. tells Nacho climb up the the side of the mountain, break the egg of one of the break the, break one of the eggs up there the and drink the yolk. And Jack Black is pretty funny. I do like his overall, okay. his his acting, his physical comedy. The way he drinks the yolk is to me is hilarious. Too much for me. He falls in the water and <laughs> nothing happens. He still loses. And then uh, Ramsey is having a party. They're like they're throwing a party at his place or his or his manager's. Yeah, because they place. decide that they need to go pro in order to start be winning. Successful. Make, yes, yeah. yeah. It's like, are you tired of losing? Would you rather win? Yeah. So that's the manager. We need to get make friends with that manager. Mm-hmm. He's throwing a party over here. Let's go. We got to get in, and we're going to break free out of this. Uh, meanwhile, the, the whole monastery thing that's happening with the, the chick, first, first of all, I don't buy. Don't either. There's no, there's no way that she is like, ooh, who's that fat cook dude? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> shallow Hal? But not only that, there's no way she's like wearing makeup and like, yeah, like there's no way she looks like that because who is she trying to impress? Right. True. Okay. Didn't think about that part of it. Remember in Sister Act, they all look like old hags. All the all the all the nuns, <laughs> except for the one that already that hasn't taken her vows yet. Yeah, the redhead one. Ah, uh, the little mousy one. I haven't seen that in too long. Okay. Although I have seen uh, Wolfie Goldberg very often recently in <clears throat> the uh, Star Star Trek's. Oh, because you've been watching Next Generation. Yes, I She's am. a bartender, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they go into Ramsey's party. I do like the song Jack Black sings. <laughs> <laughs> that, okay. Now, I couldn't dislike that part of it. It was fun. As a singer, I think he's, he's fine. Uh, I, I think it's the whole seeing his face that I don't like. Mm, okay. Because like, the whole I, – I do enjoy the um, Spear of Destiny – Type of all the things they do. They also he also did a song with um, Lonely Island, the sax man, which was I thought was hilarious. But he's being very Jack Black in that song. <laughs> but not seeing him somehow makes it like entertaining. Okay, maybe it's just his face. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, I don't know. But the song was good. It was fun. Uh, the uh, the fat chick trying to get Skeletor. Was a little weird. Yeah. That was so awful. That's like the manager's field. wife, right? Yeah. Yeah. Left field right off the bat, man. So he she wants had, a whole cubby to go. To, it, see, yeah. and that signifies is to me too, Jack Black is humor. Is it too fantastical? It, it's, it's, it's farcical. Oh, farcical. Way That's too right. farcical. Farcical. And like, there's no way. No way. Uh-huh. The, the whole part about like, hey, uh, larger girls into this skinny dude. Fine. Secret caverns in the house that you see her crawling in and out of. Too far, man. Not in your world? Not in my world. Not in my world. When is any of this in your world? It could have been a fine, it could have been just as simple as like, ooh, I want that guy. And corners him in a room like, hey, this is happening. Oh, weird noises and cut to a window shot. And mm-hmm. then, oh, oh, oh. And that would have been better than well, just crawling through the goddamn... Well, for the guy who made Napoleon Dynamite, you have to make it as fantastical as possible. So so dumb. So Nacho asks uh, Ramses for advice, and he just brushes him off. Like, yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah. He starts singing the song. He gets the wine spilled. He's, he's kicked out. Uh, and then later on, he, he meets him in the, in the like town square trying to get an autograph for the kids. Uh-huh. And he's, he's being a dick about that, too. Mm-hmm. He's just so, this guy's an asshole. How does he get so popular if he's a dick to everybody that comes up to him? A fucking priest walks up to you. Uh-huh. Get out of here. 
Get out of here, you priest. Maybe because I don't care about you and your kids. You, well, you know what? Going back to your sister and your mom, Kobe Bryant is kind of a dick too. He? But he wins. <laughs> he he wins, so people like him. That sucks to me. I know it does, but that's just uh, he's a winner. Got we'll put up with him if he if he's a winner. Uh, that's why I can't do sports. <laughs> Maybe we should try pro wrestling because okay. it's sports entertainment. Okay. <laughs> That's the official term. All right. Yeah. Uh, at least they're uh, playing a character. Yeah. And not just playing an asshole. Mm-hmm. Or being an asshole. Yeah. If you play an asshole, different than being an asshole. Mm-hmm. I get that part of it. So back in the monastery, his clothes, Nacho's clothes catch on fire somehow. And it burns off his... Uh, his He's praying in a... I don't know. Okay. Yeah. It burns off his Friar Tuck robe, but he's wearing his Only tights. From the bottom half. Yep. He's wearing his tights underneath, and he reveals to the whole monastery, I am Nacho. Who? <laughs> you may have seen me on TV. Who? You might recognize me from such films as. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Troy McClure. So he, he leaves the church, and he says, I'm going to go in the wilderness probably to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He's, 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 the whole thing is... Uh, Yes, I am Nacho Libre. Or they never say Nacho Libre. I am Nacho. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fight and I'm gonna win and I'm gonna take all my money for you children to take on field trips and school buses and things. Mm-hmm. I'm being serious. Believe me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then he goes and he fights. This is the uh, is a big ten, oh the, the nine man all. like free for all. Yeah. <laughs> they have there's like El Chino El for Ch- the Asian guy. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, Silencio, the guy who's supposed to be. <laughs> On the show, yep, mm-hmm. uh, Snowflake. Uh-huh. Yeah, we we had we talked about it coming on, didn't work yeah. out. Yeah, but uh, it's fine. And then, uh, yeah, it was and the same guy that was out with the the main guy Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's like a a knight. Yeah, that's Silencio. Oh, is it Silencio? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So there's a big battle royale, and uh, Nacho somehow comes in second. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But he loses. Silencio puts a tombstone power driver on him. That's the Undertaker's finishing move. And again, no pinfall, no submission. It's just I did my finisher. That's the that's the match. That's and then it. he jumps around like he's like a fool. So that's the end of the, that match. Mm-hmm. He goes back home disgraced. Uh, his room's been cleaned out, and uh, now he's like, "I'm going to go in the forest yeah. and die. I don't belong in this world. I don't belong in your world. I belong in my world." So I'm going to go in the wilderness and, I don't know. Probably die. Probably die. And he sets up like a little stick fucking tent. It's like a Michael Scott type of thing <laughs> in, the, in the wilderness. Yeah. And I've cre- taken my pants and I fashioned a tent. And he, and he makes a fire and Escaletto comes up to him and tells him. Uh, this is funny. He, he goes, how did you find me? And he goes, we could see you from town. And he turns and like the town's right, right there. there. That was that, that was funny. You got it, but that was funny. That was a good one. Okay. <laughs> So Esqueleto lets him know, hey, you can fight Ramses. And he goes, how? How is this possible? Well, uh, someone ran over Silencio's foot yeah. and it was him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Silencio got injured. How? Uh, he was trying to take a piece of bread or something from a kid and uh-huh. Esqueleto got pissed off and ran him over with his shitty dirt bike. Uh-huh. By the way, this the dirt bike thing, uh-huh. this, uh, this was at the beginning. So it was very upsetting for me because I wasn't getting ready for the movie yet. Jack Black does his whole move like. He revs it. He's like, ha! Like it's about to take off super speed, but it's like, it just... Bop, it just... Bop, 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 bop. Yep. Like, that's too Jack Blackie. <laughs> I was about to say, the way he revs the engine is very Jack Blackie. It's too much! <laughs> so because Nacho came in second place of the Battle Royale, he is now the number one seed to fight Ramses. Right. And this one has a purse. And the title's on the line. Yeah. So Ramses gets all oiled up. He goes to the main event, and uh, he writes a letter to the sister yeah. saying, uh, I'm very proud to know you in the brotherhood of God. Yeah, I love you as a sister. As a sister. Unless uh, you want something else. <laughs> and then he puts like, P.S., if we never took our vows, I would love you for here and have children and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Our ninos. XOXOXXOOXXXO. Big hug. Little hug. Yeah. Big kiss, little kiss. So now it's the main match, and it's Ramses versus Nacho, and they go at it. And of course, Ramses has the upper hand; he's beat, kicking his ass. Okay, uh, before we get to that part, there's yes. one of the part that made me laugh, uh-huh. which I'm not proud of. 
But uh, they're in the they're in the room, the prep room, basically getting ready oh, for, the, yeah. for the match. He's like, I wrote this song for Incarnacion. You want to hear it? And he's singing it, and it, it, it goes so far off the rails. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, what is happening? Yeah. But the, his, I guess his commitment to it, and the moment that they walk in, like, oh, huh. yeah, <laughs> that I got I got to laugh at him. Mm-hmm. And Ramsey's getting all oiled up, and they're like massaging him and stuff. Yeah. And it's the match. And the match is very much like a Hulk Hogan wrestling match. Like, I don't know what you thought of this. I don't know if you thought it was dumb that he just turned it around at the end and won. Yes. But that, there's no way he should have won. But this if, is, if this is the wrestling they're perceiving it to be in this movie. Where it's real. Which is real. Yes. There's no way he should have won. Know. But he has, like, dumb luck. He has dumb, like, Jack Black kung fu panda luck. It's it's the opposite of what happens to Ben Stiller in every movie where he's like, oh, I accidentally burned the house down. It's, oh, I accidentally won somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, the Ramsey's fight is pretty much similar to a Hulk Hogan fight. If you ever watch a Hulk Hogan fight in the late 80s, early 90s, it's Hulk Hogan gets his first wind in. He gets beaten. Oh, no, is Hulk going to lose? He gets the oh, – he starts hulking up, gets the last strength, and then boom, gets the win. This is very – He drinks a can of spinach? Pretty much. Okay. This is very on par with how superhero, like – Good guys okay. all win their matches. So it's John, accurate. John Cena wins the same way too. Oh, so so it's accurate for the world of wrestling. Yes, if it was real, if it was real, <laughs> kind of. Okay. So, um, she the sister shows up. She watches him win. He flies off the turnbuckle, and then he puts him in a. a that, that was also kind of a, that was very farcical. Oh, okay. I, I enjoyed that because like he winds up to jump off, and then he just he, just he soars flies. like an eagle. Like, what? Yes. What? At this point, I'm already kind of like bought and like, this is all bullshit. Yeah. So I'm just like, all right, fine. He's flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, he runs into him, knocks him down, and uh, he gets the pinfall outside of the ring. So pretty much, Adam, in the rules of wrestling, unless it's stipulated early on, you have to get the one, two, three in the ring. The only way you can get the one, two, three outside of the ring is if it's a falls count anywhere match. That okay. means you can pin your opponent in the bathroom Outside of the ring, anywhere. That's why it's called a Falls Count Anywhere match. Well, is there a start of the match, though? Like, So you have to know it going into the match. Okay. It has to be agreed on. It can't be like the guy's getting ready for the match and you run in there and pin him while he's on the, yes. on the can. Yes, the bell has to ring first. Okay. It, has to, it has to be an official match for right. it to start. So he becomes the champion. It's the only time he wins in the movie and he beats the main guy. Right. Because we've seen him train mm-hmm. and get better with, the, with all the montages. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, no, that wasn't any of that. He just got miraculously amazing mm-hmm. because of wilderness. And then he's the champion, and his new Friar Tuck uh, outfit is blue, like powder, baby powder blue, similar to his tights. Right. And uh, he takes the trips on a he takes the kids on a trip to. Well, I guess he said all the hail marys for forgiveness. Uh huh. To forgive himself for being an idol mm-hmm. now. And, and all uh, the kids show up with the masks on too. Yes, this is also against. It's very against protocol. Yes, but this one time we'll let you have it. Right. So he wins. We're assuming he's the reigning champion. He can afford to buy a bus, and he takes the kids on a field trip to some like Mayan pyramid right ground. See the the way I took that at the end was like he bought that. Yeah, for the kids. Yeah. Now this is this is now this is your new foster home. Oh, he bought the land. Yes. That's the way I took it. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Not that it matters. Who cares? (laughs) And that's the movie. That's it. (laughs) That's the movie. Yeah. Very inaccurate in the world of wrestling. I'm sure sure, uh, actual wrestlers would be very upset by this. Uh Uh-huh. Very Jack Blackie. Super Jack Blackie. He had some stuff that really made, like the whole, I don't believe... and God and stuff yeah. like, like those little lines made me laugh. His singing that song he improved at the party, yeah, made me laugh. Uh, just little things like that made me laugh. Not not enough to make this no. move whole movie like Napoleon Dynamite. Those moments also, I was like, <laughs> oh no, dude, not for nothing? me, nothing. I I a lot less than this movie for sure. Way less. I think I went into that just hate watching it. Just like fuck this movie, like. I want to see if this – like how you think I'm going to watch Infinity War? You think okay. I'm just going to go in like, all right, try to impress me. Okay. 
<laughs> I really think that's the horror fan in me where because my genre is so like looked down on. Yeah. I get defensive over everything else. Where the horror fan is just like, oh, yeah, you think that's extreme. You should see this movie. How they're constantly trying to, like, one-up each other. Like, the horror fan is, like, the loner. Right. So, when you, when a horror fan hears something is popular, they immediately, like, no, nah, fuck that. I know five horror movies that are better than that. Okay. I well, think that's just in me. Well, at least for for the horror genre, there's there's a lot of movies to choose from. Mm-hmm. So, I, I get it. There's got to be ones like, yeah, that one's better than this one, for sure. Yeah. A lot of, lot of comparative values. But from what I've seen, <laughs> it's very defensive, very – no, fuck that. Okay. So from a wrestling point of view – sorry. Yeah. That, that was the thing – I'm just critiquing the, the whole thing. Just like, no, that, that wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. And then in wrestling matches, the ring is supposed to be spring on the bottom so you can have some give. Yeah. That first match they enter – Granted, it's like in the middle of town. Yeah, <laughs> it's just fucking flash, just boom, like you got hit on it, like a bag of sand. And the, the, the whole the little people. Oh, those two little demon. Were, were they? Was was that prosthetics? Was that you think those? Were, oh, the masks. Yeah, the whole thing was that their vibe. I don't know. Well, was that was that kfab? Because they, they yes, were, that's very kfab. Yes, kfab. Outside of that, they were still looking that way. <laughs> yes, that's very kfab. St- yeah, kfab. Okay. Well, the the whole thing wrestling. What's that stand for, by the way? Kfab. Yeah. A lot of the terms that uh, pro wrestling uses comes from carnival days. Okay. So, for example, uh, a mark. A mark is someone. You know what a mark is, yes. right? In the concept of like. Kind of robbing someone. Yeah. The mark is the person you're going to steal from, right? Of course. So a mark in wrestling is like the fans. <laughs> the fa- you're stealing, you're stealing their uh, ticket sales. No, not, it, it's hard <laughs> to explain. Like, the, I, I get, I get what yeah. you're saying. A, a good guy is the face. The bad guy is the heel. Uh, if you are supposed to blade or cut yourself, you're showing colors. Oh. These are all like carny terms. Okay. That were, that were developed in like the twenties. And it just, it just, that's just how it is. And I don't know the origins of the word kayfabe, but that's just the term. All right. I'll see if I can find out. I mean, while we're uh, doing other things. So closing thoughts. I liked, <laughs> now that we were talking about it, those little lines, I liked it a lot. Uh, he is a very, very cartoonish character in this movie. Way cartoony. Way cartoony. But way I, Jack Blackie. But I feel like in this world, the character, he's supposed to be that way. Um, I thought maybe they actually hired actual like pro wrestlers, like guys who used to be in like WCW and stuff. Nah, no one. Just no. probably just a bunch of indie guys. Yeah, but it it just it seems like they didn't research enough of of what this world was supposed to be before they made the movie. Like Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. Exactly. Same same kind of concept. It was like this, this is the world that we're gonna portray to you. Uh, do you want to hire fact checkers? Nah, <laughs> that's fine. We don't need fact checkers. Who needs fact checkers? Mm-hmm. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them. But we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear if people actually have credentials. Critics, you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Well, let's start with the good, please. Okay. Colin Covert of the Minneapolis Star Tribu- Tribune says, Ridiculous as it may sound, this is a comedy about a man whose good intentions lead him into temptation and out again. Viva Nacho. <laughs> Rene Rodriguez of the Miami Herald says, The movie is a bobble, but it's an enjoyably weird and original one, and it is anchored by Black's constantly amusing performance. All right. <laughs> Okay. And finally, Roger Moore of the Orlando Sentinel says, Oddly reverent, faintly patronizing. They shot it in Mexico with an exceptionally homely cast of extras and always warm and funny. It's rough. Now the bad reviews. Chrissy Lemire of the Associated Press says, Nacho Libre can be giddily hilarious and has many solid silly laughs, but it runs out of flips and tricks and steam about halfway through the movie. That's generous. Halfway. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Chris Wagner of the Dallas Morning News says, Nacho Libre is more lazy than offensive. Things happen, but there's really no story. People do stuff, but they don't become characters. It might have been a, a dandy SNL skit, but it's not much of a real movie. That's great. That is a great review. SNL sketch for sure. <laughs> wow. Yes. Uh, cut the movie down. 
from what was uh, 90, 90 minutes, minutes uh-huh. to like three and a half minutes, uh-huh. I'd be on board. <laughs> Finally, Roger Ebert of Chicago Sun-Times oh, says, what? it takes some time to – it takes some doing to make a Jack Black comedy that doesn't work, but Nacho Libre does it. <laughs> Wait, what? He's saying – Hold on. It takes some doing to make a Jack Black comedy that doesn't work. Meaning, oh, no. Meaning in his He's mind, they all work. Oh, no. <laughs> I was excited for a second until I <laughs> caught the context. Damn it. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is the part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let's go with the critics. Critics uh, can't. They can't. They can't. <laughs> I don't. I, this movie gets a lot of acclaim from people, and my Jack. Maybe I'm just too Jack Black biased. All right, critics are going to do a forty percent. Okay, sixty. Forty percent. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Okay. All right. right on the money. Fantastic. And the audience? Now we know two of our significant others love this movie. Right. So how high can the audience be? Oh, my. Why don't you go for some show? 60%. Ah. Uh, that's going to be – I feel like that's going to be it. Uh, I'm going to go 67%. 54%. Oh. So it is rotten – with the good. audience as well. All right. That's you fine. guys weren't that far off. That's good. Yeah. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. He's been in a lot of the movies we're doing. And since we love him, we decided to ask what role would Giamatti have had in the movie? Nacho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jack, okay. Jack Black's out. <laughs> I would have put him as the, the brother who hates Nacho. I've had diarrhea since January. <laughs> like that guy? Yeah. The the, the, the guy that was trying the, to also win the affection of the... The uh, rival to Nacho. Yeah. I would have put him. <laughs> what do you think, Maestro? Um, oh, that's a good one. The, the, the brother that... The, uh, how about... um, How about the guy that gives um the money from at the beginning when they're actually losing? Okay. The guy that makes them realize that they can make yeah. this a living. He's yeah. he would that guy is the booker. Okay, another carny term. A booker. Yeah, man. Uh, now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. The film was partially inspired by Fray Tormenta, Friar Storm, aka Reverend Sergio Gutierrez Benitez, a Mexican priest priest who became a wrestler to raise money for his local parish. Oh, what? So this is, this is based on a true story, sort of. Okay. I'm sure they borrowed ideas. Loosely. Yeah. But, I mean, every movie that says based on a true story is loosely based. Loosely. Believe me. Yeah. This happened. Was it Pain and Gain with a, oh, with, yeah. with, with the rock? Yeah. The, the whole thing about the toe being cut off was like, oh, that was mostly fabricated. Yeah. All right. And while filming a wrestling scene, Jack Black jumped from the ring and struck his head on a chair. This caused a black eye and a gash above his right eye, which needed several stitches. Ooh, lovely. So was he actually – do you think he actually was in the ring for the most part? Doing his own stunts? He was a luchador. Yeah, but this also explains like his um his comedy trajectory. He had a he had a head injury mm. and thought, oh, these are movies I should do. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for Nacho Libre, thirty five million dollars. How much do you think its total worldwide gross was? Ooh. You mind if I go first? Please. From $35 million, I think he did $200 million. Okay. Whoa. Just think about it. By the way, I didn't mention this earlier, but uh, when I started watching this, the first thing I saw. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Yeah. Holy hell. Instantly, I was like, this is going to suck. <laughs> because Nickelodeon is for kids, and I'm not. I am not that now. Had, had I seen it as a kid, I guarantee if I if I showed this movie to my daughter, she she I think she would like it. Especially there's so many farts for no reason. 
He literally takes off after a fart when he goes after Skeleto. Right? Ugh. Okay. Oh, Nickelodeon Films did the last two Ninja Turtle movies, the ones with Megan Fox. Okay. I saw one of those, I think. They also did The Last Airbender. Oh, that uh. documentary with uh, <laughs> it was just like exactly word for word and shot for shot what the cartoon was. <laughs> I remember that movie. It was pretty good. Uh, Jack Black was in one of those movies, wasn't he? <laughs> was he? Yeah. Nickelodeon and Jack Black. Is, like oh, is that what airbender means? Is, is farting? <laughs> Airbending? <laughs> you know, with with M. Night Shyamalan's movies, probably. Right. So make sure guess $200 million. It was, You said thirty five. Is the budget, yeah. It's, it's going to be upsetting, but not that upsetting. Nickelodeon. I know. That's what's making me weird. That's why I brought it up, because Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. they generally make a lot of money. That's why they are who they are. Adults love this movie. Some adults. <laughs> All right. 35. Uh, triple is it? 18. Oh, triple is almost exactly 20, 20. Triple would be 105. Oh, Jesus. All right. Uh, I'm going to go 110. In the U.S., this grossed 80.1 million. Overseas, it grossed 19 million, bringing its total gross to 99.1 million. Oh, so that's still a loss. Barely, but it's still a loss. Sort of. Okay. This film debuted in second place on the weekend of June 16, 2006, with 28.3 million. Number one that week, my least favorite Pixar movie, Cars. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, have, I have not seen it in Don't. Its All three Don't. of them. Don't. Don't watch any of them. It's, well, it's got Owen Wilson. He does? Uh, yeah, Owen yeah, he's, Wilson, he's a Jack he's, Lightning or whatever. Is it Jack Race Lightning? McQueen, oh, something like that? Whatever. Lightning McQueen. Okay. According to Box Office Mojo, Nacho Libre is the sixth highest grossing film in the category sports comedies. What? All right. What? Most sports comedies. Well, name a sports comedy. Replacements. Okay, name another one. Longest uh, Yard? Longest Yard. Name another one. Longest Yard, the original. Uh, I don't know <laughs> well, this was sixth. I'm going to read you some notable ones. Okay. Hoosiers. And I want you to tell me who – that's, that's no, that's a, a That's a sports movie. It's not a comedy? No. No. Oh, I thought it was one. I'm going to – Moody. Is that funny? Not a comedy. That's not a comedy. All right. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to read you some notable ones from the list. Tell okay. me who's the lead in them. Oh. Sports comedies. This was number six, starring Jack Black. Number one, The Water Boy. Oh my god. Adam Sandler. No, number two, the longest yard remake. Who's the lead? Adam Sandler. Number five, Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Who's not ben the lead, but who's in ben it? Stiller. So your three oh my dominate god. sports comedies, dude. Oh no. What about that Will Ferrell one with the basketball, which is awful? Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah, that one sucks. That one's real bad. With Woody Harrelson? Yeah. Well, don't forget he also did Blades of Glory with the ice skating. Oh, my. With Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Swarsden, who's from Sandler's crew. So yeah. they're all uh-huh. just in sports comedies, dude. So sports comedy is meant <laughs> for, for... Not you. Children. I was going to say idiots, but children. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, fine. Yeah, children or adult idiots. And finally, Nacho Libre was the 29th highest grossing film of 2006. Number one that year was Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Is that the second? Number two. Okay. Is it? It might be three. Was Dead Man Tell No Tales? That's five. That's the last one. That's the very, very last one. Most recent is the last one. That's like you hearing that there's 12 Friday the 13th. Is it? I'm like, holy shit. It's it's, it's entertaining. Uh, Ow. <laughs> uh, where can you watch Nacho Libre, Adam? Uh, you can watch it on Amazon, I'm sure. Or you can watch some, uh, maybe some other uh, Lucidor documentaries. Mm-hmm. Probably that'll be more accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to do that, go to Amazon.com. But first, go to our website, ratpackpodcast.com or ratpack.productions. They take you to the same place. It's fine. Uh, click on that link first. You go to our Amazon, buy all the things you want. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps support the show. Indeed. That's 2006's Nacho Libre, directed by Jared Hess. 
Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week, I don't know what we're watching. It's a blank spot in our drive. Is that right? So oh, we know what we're watching after that. Oh. Mm-hmm. What? But uh, next week, I don't know. It could be anything. Uh, real quick, this is going to be anticlimactic. Yes. Uh, various sources have suggested the different origins of the term K-Fab. Oh, fabe. K-Fabe. K- okay. But the actual origin is not known with certainty. Is that the definition? There's a whole other paragraph, but I'm not going to read it. Uh, <laughs> the point is, nobody knows. That's just what they use now. Yeah. So a common wrestling term is uh, the gorilla position. So you've seen like WWF before, right? Like yeah. any ver- oh, like absolutely. any version of it, yeah. right? So you know how you'll hear like the glass break and Stone Cold will walk out. Like it's the jumbotron yeah, with yeah, his yeah. video, and then he'll walk out from under through like the curtains or whatever with it with his, his song. Yeah, yeah, and as he walks out, so there's a position next to the entrance to go out, and it's called the gorilla position. Okay. And what you do is, and it's usually Vince. Vince will usually be there with either Shane, his son, or Triple H, or someone big, high ranking in the company. Okay, their job is to produce the show. So Vince McMahon is at the gorilla position with three different TVs. He's mic'd up. He has a headset on and he can talk to the ref because I told you he's yes. telling the ref how much That's time. still impressive to me. He's talking to the, to the crew in the production camera, uh, the production van, and then he's talking to someone else. I forget. But it, let's say it, right now it's uh, John Cena. They, he's going out first. Five minutes before the match, he's at Gorilla meeting with Vince. All right, pal, this is what we're going to do. We already know how you're supposed to lose. You know, he's like, it, like go, 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 cover it and then go. If you fuck up in your match and it goes longer or you don't let's take follow orders, as soon as you go through the curtains, guess who's waiting for you at Gorilla? Vince. Vince. Oh. And the reason it's called Gorilla Position is because Gorilla Monsoon, he was a famous wrestler in like the 60s. Okay. He became the commissioner, quote unquote, of the WWF when we were kids, when we were little kids. All right. He was always in that position. So they just called it Gorilla. Oh, I see. So if you say, uh, meet me at Gorilla Position, it's where he used to stand okay. producing the show. Oh. See, I thought it was going to be like an ambush type of thing. No, no. Like, no. I thought it was a position that you'd actually, you know, like put someone in. No, like, no, no, oh. no. So there's these weird terms that are just created out of, out of nowhere, like the Gorilla Position. But that's – that's that. it's it's a – what is it? Common nomenclature now. Apparently, yes. Apparently for, for uh, the wrestling it, people. Yes. Even at bar wrestling, I'm sure there's a Gorilla Position somewhere set up. Actually, it's outside. Because <laughs> they, because the outside is like the truck, okay, and then they come in from the en- the outside side entrance. So I think Gorilla is out there. How somewhere. much interaction happens with with the wrestlers before or after the bar wrestling? The bar wrestling. Uh, so as they come through the entrance, like they'll they'll high five you, they'll go in the ring, they'll do their thing, and then they go to the. Uh, yep, like, area to change when they're done. Okay. So along the way, you can stop and like, hey, good match. But then after, because it's an indie show, they have merch that they want to sell. Oh, so Joey okay. Ryan will have like shirts and shit set oh, up. Oh, good, good. So you can go up to him and be like, oh, I fucking love you, Joey. Want, can we take a picture? Can you sign my shirt? That's how I got my shirt signed because Joey set up a table when the thing <laughs> was over. <laughs> that's good. I like that. Yeah. Because that's the whole thing about you, you got to build your, your brand. You got to connect with your audience. That's why Joey Ryan is one of the most popular indie wrestlers in the entire world. Is that right? Because he's grinding, dude. He'll, I follow him on Instagram. He, he's, his Instagram story is him in an airplane four days out of the week. He's going to Rhode Island. Then from Rhode Island, go to Montreal. Then wow. Montreal to Austin. Austin back to LA where he rests for like two days. And then off to New York, off to Miami, off to uh, Cleveland, off to Austin, back home in LA. Jesus Christ. Four days out of the week, he's on a fucking airplane. Grinding, dude. Wow. So and that's what he's just building his brand. Every town they go into, yeah, that's very important. He's just getting more you fans. You have to advertise. You have to get your word out. You have to interject yourself in as many places as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said interject, huh? <laughs> so tune in next week to something. Yes. that we'll probably hate to a movie. <laughs> We're gonna watch that movie. It won't be against. I will be not the person that and, actually chooses, by the way. And we're eight episodes away from our 
Third? Spoilies. Is that right? Nine episodes. Third? We're eight episodes away from your – you're oh, the last – Yeah, for my, for my pick. Your, your birthday pick. I, I put one in, but I think I'm going to change it. Okay. Did you see what it was? I did not. It's something we always fucking reference. Tannins! <laughs> but I, I think I want to change it. I'm not sure. Okay. That's a good one. I know it's a good one, but I don't know. Mm. I don't know what I want to put in there. What do you do when I'm on stage? Nothing. I just lie here. <laughs> it's the aspirin with the A and the S rubbed out. My God, that's brilliant. Uh, I know we always talk about it, but I don't know. Yeah. I might change it to something. Yeah. The one I'm choosing is also one we talk about a lot, too. But, uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. He eats breakfast 300 yards <laughs> away. <laughs> I love that we do the impression of him. We don't actually do him. Yeah, no, it's the impression of, of an impression, even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. It's, yeah, it's the impression of the impression. So we <laughs> have a few empty spots left. Yeah, so get those iTunes review ins. Yeah, fill up so those you, you still have time to get uh, some requests in. Or we can listeners go to sea salts. <laughs> yeah, we could. Uh, oh, we also have a list of videos. shit. That's why we did surf Nazis. We went off our list. We also have a list of stuff. Say surf Nazis. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Surf Ninjas. Surf Ninjas. Is that a horror film? That's a trauma movie. Surf surf Nazis Must Die. (laughs) Until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adan. Adan.